heinous, extremely long overdue solo episode. Um, I'm really excited to be back. So Love Island took over my life in a way that I was not anticipating. So I never had seen it before. I did not realize that it would genuinely become something that my world revolves around and not like I was obsessed. I mean, I am obsessed, but the fact that there's a new episode every day, it was really intense. Like if I would miss a few days and like catching up is literally like going up an escalator that's going down. It's impossible to catch up. And also dodging spoilers is like dodging a like a minefield because the way that they do it in Europe or in the UK, they are watching it live, but they don't air it until two weeks later um, in the US. So you can't Google anything. You can't go on social media. I would kind of tiptoe around it just because I could not help myself. Like I needed to see what some of their people's profiles looked like, but you just have to be so careful. There's one week left. If I get the winner spoiled for me, someone is going to die. But I'm definitely excited to be back doing some solo episodes. So this one's going to be a little bit more of a life recap and talking a little bit about the Haley and Selena thing because I know everyone's so tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of it. It's kind of like dying down, but I just have to give my thoughts on it. So I've been traveling a ton. I went to Minneapolis, Cabo, Chicago, and Colorado. Um, so all those trips were really fun. It just like takes out a lot out of me to like travel and work and find time to podcast and watch Love Island. So that's why for the last few months, I've just been doing Love Island alone. Uh, but it's all been really, really fun. So I have, I'm definitely feeling this spring equinox now that it's, you know, spring debatably because I'm in my apartment right now with a space heater. It's cold as absolute shit. And I know that it's 80 degrees in Atlanta which makes this really hard, but I can definitely feel a big shift coming. So for the last few weeks, I've been telling myself I need to post one TikTok a day. That's my goal because I'm trying to like bump up my brand, get some new podcast listeners, like really just trying to find a niche or to find something to have some sort of creative digital space. So I posted a TikTok on two, like two or three Fridays ago. It was just me at work, um, but I was like in a conference room by myself. And earlier in the day, I was talking to two girls. So I was getting ready to go to Chicago right after work because I was going to visit my friends and do the St. Patrick's Day celebrations in Chicago because Chicago goes crazy for St. Patrick's Day. So I'm like talking to coworkers and they're like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, oh, I'm going to Chicago. And I really don't like revealing too much of my life in front of coworkers, just because I feel like I'm the only one that like you know behaves like a normal 25 year old like I feel like they don't really go out or do anything I don't even so I don't know I just don't really like to promote my nefarious behaviors on the weekend so they're like what are you doing in Chicago and I was like oh you know just visiting friends I heard there's a St. Patrick's Day celebration so I might go visit that like knowing full well that like I bought my tickets to this all day drinking party that starts at 8 a.m. like two months ago. And they're like, oh, so what are you going to wear? And I was like, oh, you know, I just like rustled up something green in my closet, which is far from the truth because I went out of my way to rent this like hugely massive coat, like this big green coat, like the biggest like statement piece I've ever worn. But I didn't want to say that because like I'm just trying to play it cool at work all the time. And I was like, I don't know, because then that would just open up a whole can of worms about like renting clothes and like 
I don't know. Sometimes I'm worried about like I don't want my coworkers to know what I spend my money on because I'm worried that they're going to judge me. So I kind of package all of that up into like a TikTok and muse about how I am such a watered down version of myself. So I post that and then I do like a little picture of what the coat looked like too. And then within a few hours, it starts like getting a lot of traction. I was getting a lot of comments, people like laughing or saying, oh, I do the same things at work or like that's so funny that you do that. Like I also do that. And then like commenting on the coat or like asking me where it's from or like all this stuff. So that was pretty cool. And then like later that night, I started getting a lot of comments on my body and specifically people were commenting on my boobs, which was really uncomfortable. Um, I guess it wasn't necessarily a bad thing, but in that video in particular, I definitely had it at like a weird angle and I was also wearing this shirt that was like tight fitting, but it was like vertical stripes. And okay, one of the funniest comments on the video was like, did someone make the forbidden pants a shirt? And if you don't know the forbidden pants, it's like an internet term for those kinds of like that, like wide leg bell bottomy legging tribal pants. I'll need to like post a picture of them, but they're the kinds of pants that like they sell them at like souvenir shops or like hippie stores or like at festivals and whatever. And they always just like make women's butts like really big, I think because of like the lines and the flares at the bottom. So they're called the forbidden pants. And someone commented like, is that the forbidden shirt? And that was really funny. And so like some people are like commenting, you know, like you're really pretty. And I was like, that's really nice of you. Thank you so much for saying that. And then like the next day, I swear the TikTok like blew up and it went on like incel Reddit. And then some of the comments were like out of hand, like so inappropriate, so uncomfortable. I was really embarrassed, but I was still getting a lot of comments that were like engaging with the content at hand and like still like engaging with what I was saying. And I was gaining like 2000 followers. I got like 300 followers on Instagram. I got like people in my DMs, like asking to take me out on a date. Like I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like I felt like Alex Earl. And I was so overwhelmed and distracted the whole weekend. And by Sunday, like the comments started getting really mean. And some people were saying like, oh, you're an alcoholic if you need to hide how much you're drinking. And like, you don't deserve your job. Like people like you like don't deserve to work and just calling me like dumb and an alcoholic and all this stuff. And I was like, this is so crazy. I got so anxious and I just hate the thought of people watching a video that I post on my page and completely taking it out of context or like assuming all of these different things about me and just saying like, oh, well, you're like a shit person because like, and I'm like, this was such an innocent video. It was such a like little joke. And then I ended up putting the video on private and someone went like back into my other video to like comment and let me know like, oh, I saw you deleted the video, like, just wanted to let you know, like, like, good choice, like, I hate people like you, like, you don't deserve your job, and I'm like, what the absolute fuck, and it's crazy to me, because I feel like all of these people that, like, really took this video super seriously are the same kinds of people that are like, oh, people can't take a joke these days, like, everybody's so sensitive, like, nobody understands sarcasm, you do realize, like, this video was kind of tongue-in-cheek, like, I was really just like, it's not that deep. Like you don't even know me and people on TikTok and like Instagram, it's just, they take things so seriously that you, if you make a joke or you kind of say like a sarcastic humor or you like exaggerate, like in the video, it's kind of exaggerating things. And it, if you do that and like it lands on like 
the wrong side of the app or like not to your target audience like the comments are vile and people are just so crazy and then I deleted the video I put my TikTok on private and deleted the app off my phone and it was honestly a huge weight off my shoulders because I was like you know what I'm just gonna stop posting on TikTok I'm gonna get off the app completely like not even gonna be on it anymore so I'm just gonna let my creativity flow through a different avenue. I don't know what avenue that'll be, but it's not going to be TikTok for now. The hardest part is I can't keep up with Alex Earl. So that's been really tough. I don't know what she's up to. I only get glimpses of what she's doing through her Snapchat story and Instagram story, but I don't know like what she's doing. So I really wish there was some sort of like newsletter or like something that would keep me up to date because like I don't miss a video. The way that my viral experience just like exacerbated my anxiety was so bad so on Sunday like driving home from Chicago I literally could not function that was when I like deleted the app but I just could not even get over the fact that like some of like the things that people were saying and it still like wasn't even that bad but now I understand so much like why people turn off comments like I could not it was so hard to like read that stuff and nothing was like really that bad it was mostly just like dicks like being mean to me but like I don't know and it got me thinking, I was like, do I have really bad anxiety? Like, would other people be feeling like this? Like, if I were on medication, would I not have a really high heart rate right now? So then I was like, maybe I should get on anxiety medication. So then, but this literally all happened in the car. I was feeling very introspective, but it truly is crazy. Like the fact that I am genuinely just raw dogging life. Like I'm not on any medication. I'm just out here. Like, this is me, like the real deal, like just hanging out. And I feel like I'm the only one of my friends that's not on any sort of medication. But here's my deal to myself. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try a few different measures just for the next few months to see if like these help my anxiety and I can combat it naturally. Number one, deleting TikTok. I think that's a huge, huge step for me. You know, not going on it in the morning, not going on it before bed, just not going on it at all. Um, and things will like trigger me on TikTok too. Like I can get really like insecure or like get mad about something. And then when people comment mean things about me, like that really makes me mad. So I'm not doing that. Upping my journal game. I am now up to three journals, which is insane because I used to like never ever journal. I've got my regular one, like my diary. I don't know why people stopped calling it diaries, but I'm going to bring back diary. So I have my diary and then I have my journal that my mom gave me um, and it's like different prompts actually they're all the same prompts every morning so I write in that in the mornings and then I fill out the prompts at night so I do that and then I have this app on my phone called Dailyo where I check off like everything that I did that day in terms of like drinking enough water exercising not going on my phone in the morning cooking whatever just to like track my productivity um, so yeah, I'm doing that. And then lastly, I'm taking improv again, which is so crazy because I never thought that I would do that. I really swore off doing improv after Fishbowl, my college improv team, because it was just the best experience of my life. And also just the thought of like doing improv with someone like so much older than me. I don't really like that. And I was able to, you know, I got really close with my team. Like we would hang out all the time so that like, improvising together was really easy because we all just kind of became the same person. And I don't know, it just like hits different as an adult. It's also like really embarrassing. I feel like like taking adult improv classes, like, oh my God. I just can't stop thinking of that scene in The Office. Like when 
Michael Scott like brings out a gun and like I just don't want to do improv with someone that's like 45 years old and they're doing it to like get better at public speaking but regardless I signed up for a class at this theater near me and I'm really enjoying it I'm already halfway done with level one because it's only a six-week course and I definitely plan on doing level two and staying with that so that has been going really well Okay, so I have to touch on it just because some people have asked me and we got to talk about the Selena Haley thing. It's literally done. Like, it's so over. But, like, so Haley or Selena posted on her story that Haley reached out for her, reached out to her to ask her for her help to tell her lunatic fans to stop sending her death threats. So, okay, here's, like, my summary of the whole situation, which... First of all, like there, this whole Selena, Justin, Haley thing is literally like a 15 year long saga. Like it is absurd. So apparently like there's a TikTok like um, chronicles of it. It's like an 11 part video series that details it all. Uh, but and I talked about this a few episodes, a few episodes ago, my Selena, when I talked about Selena and Justin, like they had always a very, very, very tumultuous relationship like, they're both addicted to drugs, like, both, like, breaking up, I don't, like, him definitely cheating on her, I think a lot of people attribute, like, the source of Haley and Justin starting was during a, a New Year's, I don't remember the year, maybe, like, 2016, something like that, where Selena went to Dubai with Kendall for New Year's Eve, while, Haley stayed back in LA to hook up with Justin for New Year's Eve. And I guess it was like this whole alleged orchestrated thing that like they tricked Selena into like going with them for New Year's just to like get Justin alone. This sounds like really weird to me. I don't know if I necessarily believe it, but that's like kind of how it started. And then he was like off and on with Selena, like back with Haley, like Sophie Richie was in there in the mix too. Apparently like Courtney Kardashian too. There are people that say that Justin Bieber has slept with both Courtney and Kylie and Kendall. So I don't know how much of that is true. I have heard the Courtney thing a lot. So that's just like a crazy thing. But like bottom line is this man is the problem of it all. Justin Bieber is not a good person and he's not a good partner. And it's so crazy that like he is in the middle of this. Like he's the reason for all this drama. Yet it's like these two women are like budding heads but not even are like grown ass adults are like making this into a thing that it's not so basically like when Justin married Haley or proposed to Haley like he and Selena had only been broken up for like a few months and like their last last breakup so I personally feel that the relationship like the Justin and Haley like I kind of feel like and I know that there's always people that stay Jelena stands or like people that just always like will be team Selena whatever but I feel like this Selena versus Haley thing started getting really out of hand like two years ago which is kind of random because they've been married since like 2018 so like why randomly like did this feud gain so much traction like when they've already like been married for two years and Selena's been in like so many other relationships like she's dated The Weeknd she's dated Zayn and I don't know. So just things like in the last few years have like gotten kind of like wonky. I think maybe as like Selena like gains more and more fans over time because her stardom is really like only going up. 
Like, she's only getting more and more famous, like, with new music, shows, whatever. So I guess, like, the more fans that she gets, the more people, like, deep dive into her and realize that, like, she was duped, I guess. Which still brings me back to my original point that people should be mad at Justin. But whatever, I digress. So the whole, like, so I feel like the Haley and Selena thing, like, it got pretty bad, like, in the fall, too. Like, I know at the Met Gala in May of this past year, also Met Gala coming up, like, fucking literally kill me. I can't wait. It's my favorite day of the year. Like, when Haley and Justin were at the Met Gala, people were, like, chanting Jelena, Jelena at them, like, while they were getting their pictures taken, which is so fucking crazy. And then Haley went on Call Her Daddy, which was honestly one of the worst podcasts I've ever listened to. I wish I could get that hour of my life back and sort of addressed it and just said, like, there's no beef, whatever. And then they got that iconic picture taken together. And you would think that that would squash it all. Like at this point, like they took a picture, they took quite a few pictures together. And like, you'd think that would be enough. So then this like eyebrow gate happens. So basically Selena posted on her TikTok uh, that she got her eyebrows laminated and they look bad or like they're too spiky, whatever. And then a day or so later, Kylie post a FaceTime with Haley of both of them seeming to like be putting their eyes up on the camera. So people think that they were making fun of Selena's laminated eyebrows because like they were showing their eyebrows after she like said that hers looked bad. So that started like this whole thing and it just brings back like, oh, Haley's such a mean girl. Like she's just a Nepo baby, like talentless, whatever. And I have to believe that like, what why would Haley like if I were Haley knowing that like people are watching your every move to try to find some sort of way to relate it to Selena I would be extra careful with everything that I'm posting so that's why like I just find that to be a bit of a stretch and even with Kylie I'm like I just feel like Kylie is so big that like why would she care about like making fun of Selena on FaceTime screenshotting it and posting it like knowing that there's gonna be fallout like I just I can't wrap my head around the logic and yeah like I'm not saying that like Kylie's like the nicest sweetest girl in the world I just kind of feel like Kylie has this energy of like doesn't really give a fuck so like why would she be doing that in the first place and Haley I don't know why I just have never really gotten bad vibes from her like a lot of people will be like oh she's such a mean girl like you can just tell that she's a mean girl and honestly she's the one out of like any celebrity that's like pissed me off the least like I've always thought she seems like a really nice girl and then this just started like this tirade so people love to say like to figure out ways where like Haley copies Selena where like Selena's wearing a shirt and like jeans one day the next day like Haley's doing something similar like Selena posts like a Bible quote in the next month like Haley posts the same Bible quote like Selena says something about mental health and then like a few months later like Haley says something like kind of similar verbiage and people are like oh she's obsessed she's a stalker she's crazy and then this is coupled with videos of like little baby Haley Baldwin in the background of like Justin Bieber meet and greets or whatever like and then there are screenshots from Haley's Twitter from like 2011 saying like Justin and Selena are perfect together. So people are like, oh, she's been around forever. She's been lurking. She's a master manipulator just waiting for her chance to pounce. Like, and OK, sure. 
I don't know. Like, maybe she, I guess she always was like a Justin Bieber fan and like, congratulations, like she won. So like, there's all this hate going on about her and it's, it's just like super vile. And I think that she already like, as it was, can't really make headlines without comments being about Justin Bieber. But now it's like, people are getting canceled for supporting Hailey Bieber. Like people are literally like going onto comments, like finding out like if a celebrity like still follows Haley and like trying to cancel them. Like it is absolutely so crazy because like they've both publicly said like there's no beef. And then the whole thing is literally Justin Bieber's fault. Like he is the one that is playing both of them. He's the one that's like genuinely problematic and has tons of allegations about like all this crazy shit like I don't even like he's been canceled left right and center but like he's still doing that and like no one ever like talks about him like why are we putting Haley and Selena together so now there's like so this whole smear campaign against Haley and they're all the like videos you know like even if like she is a mean girl or whatever like she did all of this like I still don't think what is happening to her is warranted like people are just saying the nastiest stuff about her like She's so ugly, like doing side by side pictures of like Selena in 2011 versus like Haley in 2011. And like Haley's significantly younger than Selena by like a good five years. So like obviously there's a huge difference. And like calling her ugly and like, oh, she'll never get with him. Like she, Justin will never love her. Like she manipulated him. Like she like married him like while he was unconscious. Like the absolute craziest stuff. And these are the same people that are, like, perpetrating cancel culture and, like, holding people to this, like, really high standard of, like, never making any mistakes in the past or whatever. And, and like, oh, like, this person's so mean. Like, you're such a mean girl. Like, you don't deserve this. But then they're actively doing, like, horrible things, like, calling her ugly and, like, telling her to kill herself. Like, horrible death threats. And, you know, not to make everything about me, but, like, when I had my TikTok go viral and even just seeing, like, one mean comment and I wasn't even getting anything that bad like it made me like my skin crawl like I can't imagine like Haley is probably getting like 50,000 of those comments a day like just all like horrible things about her marriage her looks and how she's ugly which is awful and like people literally telling her to kill herself so I just don't think any of this is warranted and I think it's really odd that like people are getting so like into this too like I hate when corporate like companies on Twitter are tweeting like team Selena and I've seen like offices like like doing an office tally like team Haley versus team Selena it's not like it's really like these are people's lives and it doesn't fucking matter like even if like Haley was making fun of Selena's eyebrows or like whatever like it still doesn't even matter these are people's lives And I will go so far as to say that this is misogyny. Like, this is literal misogyny. Like, you are taking this woman who really, like, hasn't done anything wrong. Like, I'm sorry, being a mean girl is not a crime. Being obsessed with someone, maybe you're obsessed with your husband's ex, still not a crime. Like, she didn't kill someone, unlike her uncle. Like, she really, like, she hasn't done anything bad. Like, she hasn't done anything that warrants this. And I really just think it is all rooted in misogyny. And because the the culprit, once again, is Justin Bieber, who is receiving none of this. And it's just really unfair to Haley that she has to, like, take this brunt. 
And this is not an original thought, by the way. Like, I saw this on Twitter and I wholeheartedly agree with this. But, like, if we're going to be talking mean girls and, like, which one is a mean girl, I will absolutely not choose the one that's beefing with her organ donor. And, like, who beefs with their organ donor? Like, how could you possibly have beef with somebody that gave you a second chance at life? So, yeah, that's what I think about that. I think that Selena did encourage her fans, like, She knows that her fans are absolute freaks, okay? And she, like, is seeing all these videos that are like, oh, Selena's not okay, like, she needs our help, like, she's being bullied in Hollywood. And she comments on that, encouraging that. So that adds fuel to the fire. And Selena is saying, thank you guys so much for supporting me against these bullies, basically. And that is enabling this. And now three weeks later, she puts out her statement, too little, too late. Selena, okay? I do think it was an abuse of power. And I do feel bad for Haley. I will say it. It is not a pleasant thing to have to read all those things about yourself. And she can't really like breathe or have any business venture or really like do anything without like the Selena angle. And that's exhausting. And also, people keep saying that like Haley's like, oh, she's like talentless. Like she's just like Nepo baby. Like what the absolute fuck do you want her to do? Juggle? Like, She really just minds her own business and like she genuinely doesn't bother me. You want to know who has bothered me? Selena. Okay, I've done so much ranting and now I feel like, I don't know, maybe I need to take a step back. Um, But the last thing that I'm going to say is like this whole thing just feels very reminiscent of the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial where it was just this whole social media like propaganda machine just like all these clips of you know like Johnny's attorney absolutely roasting Amber or like Amber Heard failed or like Johnny Depp winning like when I was because I was not really involved in that case well obviously (laughs) but I was not really like very interested in it and it was kind of like overwhelming for me so I just didn't really like get like care about it but I would see some things And it always, like, set off alarm bells to me. Like, if there's a domestic violence case and, like, everyone is siding with the man, I'm always, like, something, like, smells off here. And I just, like, it's so easy to just, like, dogpile on someone when, like, you don't have a lot of information. And the kinds of people that, like, make these videos and really just pump these videos out and the algorithm just boosts them and people interact with them and they're, like, engaging and it's salacious And it just filters down to so many people and like becomes so much bigger than what it really is. Like it does a lot of damage and things like it ended up coming out that like Amber Heard was in the right and like a lot, a lot of people have like publicly apologized or people are now saying like we should have listened and like it's honestly dangerous. Like it goes to show the power of social media, like people just lay people are like seeing these videos and now like thinking like all of these things about Haley based on some crazy fan edit from like a 14 year old like it's not real like none of this is real we really don't know anything so try not to get bent out of shape about it maybe I already am I don't know but that's all I'm gonna say about Haley and Selena so hopefully they will squash it after that um but that's it for the episode today keep me posted with what you want me to talk about um I am considering watching Love is Blind I cannot do another Love Island thing. I need my life back. Um, But if there's a lot of interest, maybe I can do like quick recaps and then I'll definitely be doing a little succession recaps, but still mostly focusing on solo episodes and pop culture breakdowns. 
Um, so thank you so much for listening. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you.